you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Sick Talk Show! Your contacts require immediate communication. Your first contact, codename, Greek Dog. The threat of texts and whatnot of just like all the, all the like, oh, hey, dude, I got food poisoning. I can't record tonight. Like, oh, we got to move it to like, so, you know, if you've been a, if you've been a fan of the show and you've been listening and you've been wondering like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck happened? Uh, all of a sudden it's coming out on a Friday. It was coming out on Wednesday. It's just a bunch of guys trying to get it together. Yeah, we had a boom box back there powered by batteries. We had three CDs. One of them was the new 311, the blue one with down on it. The song I hated was All Mixed Up, though. I did not like All Mixed Up. That song was for girls who were prissy bitches to be like, oh, we listened to some rock. And I was like, oh, fuck. And the Hungarian Iron God. I was just thinking how bizarre it's going to be like for someone to listen to this and hear all the clips of us talking from before. If this was their first episode and they didn't hear me say, that's why capitalism or whatever the fuck I said. We're just going to sound as out of fucking context as ever. It's going to be fucking loony. Taco Bell the movie presents Is It Safe Talk Show. We're live and uncensored today. Well, we're live, but you're not you're not getting this live. We're here live in real time. I'm Michael Govier, of course, my pal Steve and Luke. We're sorry we missed last week. I'm going to take the full responsibility for no show last week. It's on me. Everyone should yell at me. And that's fine because, you know, we really got a good groove going here with the, the new crew we got with Steve in the fold. Those of you who have not... Maybe you've been gone for a month. Steve's our regular co-host, and we love him. And you've been a great addition to the show. Wouldn't you say, me? <laughs> Are you kidding? I mean... Oh, you don't have any comment. Wow, this is sad. Wait, hold on. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, well, we got to... Like, you just bunch. muted yourself again, so now we can't uh, hear yeah, you. yeah, if you mute yourself, that's a problem. But when you don't mute yourself, we it's, hear you no, just fine. No, it's, it's not me. It's the, um, <clears throat> it's the USB. They're like, every time God, I, you. the wire... Can, can you hear me? That's putting it mild. Yeah, you'll see, you'll see the little uh, line, a little diagonal line through a microphone on your screen I, over, no, over your know, name when you're muted. Can, can you not <laughs> hear me right now? We can hear you fine. Absolutely. Everything's fine. It's always been fun. Jesus H. Jesus H. We missed one week Jesus. and it's a fucking off the rails already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you guys ever, do you guys ever scratch your balls it's and smell your hand? Fucking rails. I do Never. that. I don't know why. <laughs> I'll definitely do it. Um, I check in like, do I need a shower? Was it was it there like, uh, that Saturday Night Live character that used to stick her fingers in her armpits? And oh, yeah, stuff? yeah. Uh, Molly oh, Shannon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Superstar. They made a terrible Mary movie Elizabeth. Oh, my God. They made a movie. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yep. Of course they did. Sure that was the did. SNL thing. Remember, it all started Mike, with Wayne's World. Up? Well, they all, it all started with Wayne's World, and then they thought, well, Wayne's World was a hit, so every one of these other skits is going to be a hit. And they were yep. not. They did Night at the Roxbury. They, uh, Ugh, trash. Ooh, I love Jim Carrey. Wow, dude. But i got to tell you guys, we've got a ton of emails, and I want to hit one right off the bat, because this one is a callback. And, you know, I do this a lot. When we do the show, there's always something I feel like we didn't get to talk about that I wanted to bring up. So I've been writing down these notes to try to remember. But this goes right to a point of how we started the last show we did two weeks ago <laughs> when I just threw Travis's comments that were really just kind of off the cuff and not out, that big a deal. Out of context. <laughs> yeah, and it got even more ridiculous because I brought it up, and then it was like, wait, what is he trying yeah. to say? So in his own words... 
I present to you, mm-hmm. Travis Roy. This email's titled Ted Nugent. <laughs> Hi. Hi, gentlemen. I love it. This message is for Luke. Oh, this is just for you, Luke. Luke, I That's certainly okay. know that what I say to Mike, I indirectly say to you, but there may have been something. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. In, lost in translation. I love it. I did not say that I wanted you to attack the right, nor did I say anything about racism. I merely asked Mike if you have the same loathing for conservatives as you do for liberals, because you are, and I quote myself ah. here, starting to sound like goddamn Ted Nugent. That is a joke, of course, because I do know that you're on the political left. But you said in your recent episode that it is a waste of time for you to criticize the right, which I guess gets me to the question, is it productive then to consistently go after people who essentially want a lot of the same things as you? Interesting. Is that the end of the comment? or It is not. There's more. But if you want to jump in on that one question... Yeah, I just don't want to de- uh, derail derail anything here. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, completely <laughs> fair. It's completely. When have you fair ever derailed that. anything? We've <laughs> yeah, already gone exactly. off the rails. We're fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this show this show starts. Yeah, it starts uh, on the bumpy uh, on the bumpy street. Uh, Ted, where you at? Yeah, no, I mean it's that that's completely fair. I I do have the the thing is I I believe the loathing. Uh, I think the loathing is stronger when it's closer to when it's angled at people that are closer kind of to your, what you at least believe were your points of view, you know? So it's like being angry at somebody you love who, you know, <laughs> cheats, cheats on you with, uh, you know, or sleeps with your wife or something. It's like, uh, that's, that's way worse somehow than they, than a stranger doing it. And to me, Republicans have just become strangers. I mean, at some point I did have all of, I guess during the the 2000s, you know, especially during the Bush era and uh, the Iraq war, all that. I mean, so much of so much of my acrimony was directed directly at uh, at the right. And let me tell you, the first rule of politics. And a big part of that was, um, you know, basically going through like my new atheism phase. And just being fucking angry at the the religious right. So I I just don't have time for that anymore because they're just so far off the goddamn map. Uh, It doesn't really matter to me. And I have. I don't have the same loathing, uh, but that's because I I've almost written them off as being complete fucking psychopaths. That's putting it mildly. I, I can say that I guess I would hate to I would less I would like living in a fully Republican led world less than I that I would a fully Democratic led world. But I don't really believe we have much of a democracy to begin with. OK, now go on with the rest of it. I will just both it. those options. sound very dystopian. Yeah, they're incredibly <laughs> dystopian. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Luke, you know, it's not your fault, man. It's not. There's a lot <laughs> going on out there, and it's a tough world. It's not your fault. So don't blame Luke for everything, Travis. It's not your is fault. Is that the rest of the, is that what he was saying in his email, or is that you? I got more. Here we go. Editorializing. Okay. You, Luke, also said you don't know anybody that supports DeSantis or Trump. Hearing that, I can't help but wonder if you maybe enjoy the luxury 
of existing in something of a political bubble that has given you. <laughs> wow, dude. Wow, the illusion that you can dismiss fascists as irrelevant and doomed to fail. So as a liberal, as your friend, and as your sometime verbal sparring partner, I am saying that your assumption that everyone knows your politics and can infer your distaste for the extreme right by your bashing of the moderate left is perhaps ill-considered. I hear you that people who are self-righteous are annoying, and I am not trying to be one of them, but to quote a beautiful, baldly, not unlike myself, a beautiful, baldy, yeah. <laughs> Fight the real enemy, authoritarianism. There you go, lock that in. No, you're oh, lastly, <laughs> oh, yeah. lastly, the dude who said he was going to be in the barn punching shit was faking that he was angry because he and his lady friend, who actually was angry, realized that the whole party heard them fucking and he yelled out during sex, I'm going to park my pink Cadillac <laughs> in your garage or some nonsense like that. Love God all three it. of you, fellas. Travis. <laughs> That's absolutely correct. I do recall that part. Yeah, we were all like oh, listening. Man. They were fucking in the barn, and we're all like listening to it or watching it. I, I didn't remember actually seeing it, but I heard it. So. <laughs> oh man! So are you in a political bottle, Luke? No, I mean, I guess I don't know. I, I don't even know how you would. It's not your fault. What What is that? Being in a political bubble. You know what it I... is. Don't fuck around. I mean, I, I, I understand politics, uh, unfortunately. I studied it way too much. Uh, I think I think he's probably right in, in terms of, you know, how I speak on this. Like Steve was mentioning this last, last time, too. Uh, sometimes I will jump to – I'll jump to the conclusion. Um, I will skip right past the – I'll skip right past, like, the qualifying um, – uh, like statements, you know, for an argument, I'll just go right to the conclusion. I will do that. And sometimes that forecloses, uh, you know, the argument to begin with. You are fake um, news. You know, especially if it's somebody trying to like understand, you know, particular, uh, particular situation or a particular type of, I don't know, political problem. Like right now we just had the kind of debt ceiling thing that just, uh, just went down and I would, yeah, I'll admit to just like kind of leaping, just leapfrogging over all of that and uh, sticking to sticking to my guns about something, but it doesn't necessarily help clarify, you know, how I get to that point. And you have failed. I, I totally get that. You know, I might be, I wouldn't say I'm in a bubble because when I think about being in a bubble, I think it means like, Oh, I only talk to people who like agree with me. And that's absolutely not the case. I mean, I talk to tons of people who disagree with me and yeah, lots of, there are a lot of, uh, Trump voters and whatnot in my, you are in my fake life, news. and I suppose maybe I, yeah, maybe I probably misspoke a little bit when I said, uh, you know, I don't know of anybody who really supports Trump. I just think the people Get that trusted. do, um, I think the people that do are, I don't know, they they just uh, they just lack the the grammar such to that or such that it's almost hard to see them as real supporters of anything. They just uh, they just know that they're. You know, they hated Hillary Clinton, for instance, and, you know, having four to seven years or six years or whatever to talk talk to these people in more depth. I, I honestly don't feel like there's much of a threat there. And uh, I think authoritarianism is I think both parties equally qualify for that label. So whatever, motherfucker. Uh, that's that. But he makes he makes a good point, And uh, I completely appreciate it. And um 
you know, I, I agree with most of what he's saying. And he stood there like the house by the side of the road and watched it go by. Struck him off. I'll do better. I'll do better, baby. Well, that's so. all I got on that. I mean, uh, that's, I feel like. No, you said it all. That's it. You're done. That's it. That was that's perfect. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Any commentary too, uh, on what Luke said? Would you like to defend Luke or would you like to chastise him in any way? Uh, no, I'll, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> uh, com- <laughs> we'll just say that uh, Luke's a little bit idiosyncratic. <laughs> mm. uh, so maybe I mean, a little bit. Uh, I don't know what you would say. A little bit esoteric, so sometimes uh, a lot of what he's saying, yeah, I think he does skip over contextual factors that uh, are like the reasoning behind uh, why he's come to this conclusion. That's but putting it mildly. He's already said that. That's great. And I believe that's totally fair. But I do that too. I just recently, I... Uh, well, it wasn't recently. It was when uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. Uh, there was some lady at my work who's like, you know, oh my God, like, you know, we we got to help the the Ukraine cause or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, we've been pretty quiet about the war in Yemen though. So what's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes. I relayed that story to my brother, and he's like, I literally didn't know there was a war in Yemen, and now I feel like a dumbass, and fuck you for making me feel like a dumbass. And I'm like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. It's just... <laughs> so, yeah, it's not your fault. So I have a so question terrified. for both of you. Do you know who yeah. John Eastman is? Uh, is he Eastman and Laird from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> really far off there. Okay. Well, that's all I got, then. <laughs> oh, this is an... This is a name I feel like I've heard, but that's maybe because Eastman is pretty common. So you'll have to. And not Easton like to, the uh, baseball bats. Edify Correct. us. Yeah. Eastman. Enlighten us, Steve. So he's a former law clerk to Clarence Thomas, a f- failed congressional candidate, a failed California Clarence. attorney general candidate, and a Federalist Society chair and a Kamala birtherist as opposed to Obama. Wow, dude. I'll yes. So, yes. Uh, I bring this up because I think uh, January 6th has been so memefied that people forgot about the actual fucking coup that was uh, that they tried to carry out. Mm-hmm. And John Eastman was the, the real one coup. who authored the theory about how they could pull it off. Yes. Um, so you, wow. Oh God, wait, wait, yes, wait, Luke. I, hold on. Okay, Luke, we were yep. doing the show when that happened. And you and I dismissed it like this fucking shit show of media coverage that is just locking in onto a bunch of bullshit right now that is not the priority. And I remember us talking about it like that pretty clearly, actually. Well, our former co-hosts were just clutching their pearls and shitting themselves over it like yes. it was some kind of actual revolution happening like in our cat like that yeah. that to me that's what i was dismissing i was dismissing all that bullshit but there the actual coup was um about electors right exactly Steve? so the well the first idea was not even involving electors it was just you know you've heard the phone calls of uh, trump calling like the uh, yeah. secretary of state <laughs> in georgia just saying give me votes <laughs> hey give me votes i lost uh, yeah can you give you me are like fake news thousand more votes but yeah. then the second Come idea on, was man. the eastman on, idea man. which was the uh, fake electors so you know there's the 538 electors uh <laughs> and they each have to certify their result mm-hmm. uh and then they they send those results in and they're just like read by the vice president 
in uh, Congress. <laughs> and they yes. were going to uh, submit uh, fake election results from fake electors, like Republicans who, like in states that didn't win, they went in your state of Michigan, they went so far as to like, even though they were doing something completely illegal, sending in false results, uh, they they went, they were uh, considering going to the trouble of hiding in the state house because uh, the Michigan rules are like, you have to make that vote in the state house or the Capitol in Lansing. So uh, they were gonna follow that rule, but then not follow the actual rule of don't provide false results to Congress. So, uh, Anyway, so the plan was yeah. with two sets of elector results, they would uh, give them uh, Mike Pence a chance to challenge the results and just say, okay, we're going to throw out these seven swing states where uh, we have two sets of results. That would bring the total count from like 538 to 454 or something like that. And then uh, at that point, Trump would have had a 10 vote lead. And if that got challenged, which it would, uh, that, I mean, Eastman writes it in his two-page memo. Uh, he, this is America, Jack. Then the, uh, uh, was it the 12th or the 14th Amendment, uh, sends the uh, the matter back to the states, and then each state uh, individually votes. So there'd be 50 votes at that point, and at that point there were 26 Republican-held states. So the yep. idea was to pull off the coup. And uh, all, the, all the people who conspired with him uh, knew it was so illegal. They, they asked him for blanket pardons. Well, Matt Gates asked for a pardon, like, in perpetuity for life and for everything he may have done or may be accused of. Yeah, they got a lot did. of skeletons. Yeah, all the <laughs> usual spiky suspects, news. fucking Louis Gomert, <laughs> Paul Gozar, Jim Jordan, Marjorie oh Taylor God, Greene. Like... Uh, see, MTG to me just sounds. She just isn't interested. Like, she sucks. She sucks so bad. She doesn't even you, have any real scandals. And, and before before uh, Trump delivered his insurrection incitement speech on January 6th, he was furious. You his are supporters fake news. Hadn't filled the site of uh, his riot speech, the ellipse, and he was told he was told uh, that many supporters were content to watch the National Mall just south of the ellipse because these fucking MAGA judge would have been subjected to inspection because the ellipse is on White House grounds and they didn't want to walk through <laughs> a Secret Service and have to give up their guns. So he knew they were fucking armed and he asked the Secret Service to remove the magnetometers and they were like, fuck no, dude. And so, oh because he wanted a better photo op. He's obsessed with crowd size. So, But this oh, also proves he knew they were fucking armed when he sent them to the Capitol. And uh, the entire point here is instead of like thinking in memes like it's it's important to uh to 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 think more about the underlying causes the like the uh what the what the real goals are here and that that was a real goal to pull off an actual fucking coup yeah it just he, was so much it was just so the much only place he stopped short was he he did authorize the uh national guard to uh to protect the capital so he he had authorized that on january 3rd but there's a great mm. there's a great episode about this on uh, uh, the Congressional Dish podcast. Yes, yeah. I was gonna just I was episode literally gonna 266. say. We, yes, Congressional Dish is where uh, Jennifer, I think her name Jennifer is. Jennifer Briney. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Briney. Why? Yeah, she fucking rich? that dude legend. She's a you are fake. Yeah, dude. she she monitors Congress constantly and. Uh, like, I mean, that's she her entire fucking job. Yeah, page, she reads 8,000 page, page, page after page. Yeah. 
but uh, but she didn't even know that part. So she like she figured this out by watching. She watched like all 23 hours of January 6 coverage on C-SPAN, and like 22 of the hours or something like that were about uh, you know butthurt Democrats that were like traumatized by 800 people breaking into the Capitol building. And so they wanted to, you know, yell and scream about how awful it was, but like they didn't actually speak that much about the coup. So you would have had to watch 23 yeah. hours to get like that important tidbit that, yes, there was an actual coup plan authored by yeah. John Eastman. You a are Federalist Society good. fucking scumbag. Yep. And what is the Federalist you know, Society for those that don't know? Uh, well, every every uh, Republican on us. the uh, Supreme Court right now was uh, selected by the Federalist Society. They just give them the blessing, and they select uh, judges. Yep. They uh, they they write. They actually write legislation that basically just gets greenlit and and signed on and uh, adopted. You know, by our legislature. <laughs> and then yeah, and then copied like, in state houses running, as well. And then Alec, um, is it is it Alec? Alec, Alec yeah. Uh, yeah, Alec. Yeah, and so it's just like that too, where they they literally just they pump out fucking policy, they pump out recommendations, they put out judicial rec like all of Trump's um, judges. I think they you are the fake list, news, if I'm not mistaken. Federalist Society blesses you, <laughs> gives you permission to do what you will to destroy this country, make sure that it is dominated. White males with tiny penises. <laughs> this is your mission. Go henceforth. I think at this point we have to start including um, not just white males, but you know, many, many, um, many variably colored people uh, across the board. I mean, what? we got a rainbow coalition. Uh -oh. We got a rainbow coalition of people that are fucking us. Uh oh. This is I dicey mean, territory now. Mostly, You're going to get some serious emails from this one. Oh, shut up. It's mostly white. But, I mean, Kamala Harris, do you think... Well, but you clarify the point here, though. Let's clarify. Let's clean this up over. a little bit. What you're saying is that, yes, historically, white men of privilege saying, are the oh, ones that white, are in charge of this arena. But it doesn't mean that anybody from any type of background could not be recruited. And, you know, there's people that come from means of all backgrounds. So it is possible, but it's also just very, very I much the minority. I think we just got to replace white men with, like, um, rich fucks. Rich, yeah, I, I like agree. Yeah. yeah, it's more about social uh, means, the socioeconomic well-being that they come from or that they've gained and that they want to keep and they want it's literally only about down. it's really only about the people who have the means of production versus people. That's yeah. the people entire capital. dynamic. Capital. capital. That's yeah. correct. Actual it's really capital. That simple. Assets. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to clean up your point there. I know what you mean, but I... Oh, I okay, just, yeah, that's wait. fine. That's fine. You can clean it up. That's all. What other you know, emails we get? Avoid some angry emails. We got a ton yeah, of emails. This is it. great. First of all, we're so grateful that we got all these emails. That you guys are so into the show. It makes the show go. So thank you very much. And thank you for that, Steve. That was interesting. And unfortunately, I know our friend uh, Dave Horning won't listen to the show, though, because we talk about politics too much. So, uh -oh. Dave, <laughs> I know you're listening, Dave, but you don't want to be listening. He also doesn't like when we meander off on topics about sports. He really doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah, he's told me himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my sources are accurate. It's not fake. You are fake news. Great. All yeah, right. he, well, he Dave... said something like, uh, you lost me at Wimbledon. <laughs> 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 All 
I'm so, so pissed about that, Dave. You have no idea. Look how angry I am about Wembenyama, and you don't give a fuck. That's what's wrong with this country. That's what's wrong. Anyways, the Federal Society, if you might recall, those of you, I'm just trying to make this for all ages. You probably remember Federalist Papers back, you were probably shoved us into your mouth when you were a kid in high school or middle school. But hey, the Federalist Society, and yeah, the Federalist Papers, and you know, they were trying to do good things to start this country. But it meanders way off from there, so just Google it if you're unfamiliar. Next email, Steve, is from Joe, and Joe was the one who wrote us about, uh, remember, the art versus the artist? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Joe's Hook. back. Also, yeah, Jay Hook made a legendary comment about you on Palazzo that still to this day, Joe, I'm nominating it for YouTube Comment of the Year on Palazzo <laughs> Podcast. So. Utah! Be Thank you, Joe. Yeah, it was great that he could get you down so easily in such a short amount of time. I thought that was yeah, he nailed it. <laughs> he fucking nailed it. Uh, Joe says, hey, guys, another topic you've probably discussed that you can choose to rehash or not. Do we want to rehash it or not, guys? I'll let you decide. What topic? Exactly. We need either topic first. Okay. Yeah, you, used... You're going to have to tell us about the topic. What the All fuck? Right, see, what is going that's... on? Am I going crazy? That's putting it mildly. That's how you do it, folks. You ask I'm not jumping you in blood. Say, that's right. <laughs> that's a good... That, yeah, you that in. I'm always I happy used to, to rehash. You are. We love hash. We love rehash. Oh, you, you yeah. are. You're just going to jump in blind. All right. <laughs> Lock it I in. Used to not, I used to not understand the attraction of reaction videos. Oh, boy. And often would scoff at how they could hold any value or interest. From the outside looking in, they just seem to be taking advantage of content not their own for their own gain. Lock that in. And there is always that element of overreaction common in these videos that is regularly a facade to attract views. Uh, gentlemen, have either of you really dove into and like enjoyed reaction videos? Because that's something I I have no experience with, and I really agree with what Joe said here. Well, first of all, I want to say this show does trade in other people's content. We have, we have a soundboard. Damn right. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah! So I want Jack. to acknowledge That's that, but I want to let you know that in our personal lives, uh, that uh, me and Mike especially will uh, make all the same noises and quotes at each other, IRL. So that's always happening. We're... Yeah. <laughs> oh my well, what god! About We're doing Crypt Keeper you... laughs. <laughs>, um, laughs. I can I can speak to this. I mean I. I watched. I, I forget how I even got onto it. it was You've like, watched reaction videos, haven't you? I knew it. Sure have. Sure have. No, I have. And just, just like, uh, just like Jay here. Is it Joe? I forget. Is it Joe? It's Joe. Joe. Okay. Joe. Joe. We so, love you, Joe. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I <laughs> so I it, it's one of those things. Now it's done. <laughs> now I'm done. <laughs> Look at no, that Brady Quinn commercial. Uh, Oh, what is that from? Like, no, like muscle milk or some shit. Like now I'm done. Is that what that was? Oh, I thought somebody said. Oh, is that from Jim Rome? Probably. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. There All right. Sorry, go. Luke. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We're gonna. Apologize. No, it starts as like a mild curiosity, and then you know YouTube algorithms just start spitting that shit at you. And I think it was like a Rage Against the Machine one. And I think Mike, you and I, I, I may have mentioned this at some point way way back in the distance, but we were talking about Don Rodeo. Yes. Yeah, that song popped up and and it was like, and it was just like a like a young hip hop guy who was listening to Down Rodeo for the first time and 
uh, listening to it with lyrics and was paying attention to the lyrics. And, you know, I, I started feeling conflicted about any of these types <laughs> of reaction videos because yeah, I bet. they, yeah, Joe is a hundred percent right. I mean, it's just, they're just exploiting other IP and then they, Oh, don't forget the, do the, the thumbnail on the video too. The thumbnail on the video of every single one of these always has to be like, with like an explosive face. graphic behind Insane it. Like, ah! crazy face. Yeah. With a uh, bomb going off in the background. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's so fucking silly. And uh, it's clearly like that is how they're they're getting the clicks first. The clicks are worth something. Uh, but they're weighted. It's all weighted against, you know, the clicks, the views, then the um, view through. So like the completed view. And then it's uh, whether or not people subscribe and they like. So it's a multi-tiered set of like metrics. And so they try to get you to click, obviously. And uh, yeah, uh, some of them are good. You know, like you, the value to it to me is, I guess, just kind of appreciating or wanting to see somebody else appreciate something that something that you appreciated when you were at a particular time in your life uh like back when you were a teenager or like you whatever and so it's it's a nostalgia play i mean i think ultimately there's that's, there's that's, value that's, to hey, that dude. there's value to nostalgia but that's it is, is this how it always was by the way because you know we i can only grow up in my era i can't truly relive another era in real time but uh it's all about fucking nostalgia with all pop culture now for the, for the current most funded age bracket. It's got to be a nostalgic pop culture reference for all of us. And I hey, look, you're talking to That's somebody true. here. You listen to the show. If you watch my other shit, I fucking live in that world. All I'm doing is pop culture references and movies and music. And I don't have any original thoughts of my own. Of course I don't. But yes, you do. Doesn't mean I can't right. still identify it. Well, think about when think about when reaction videos uh, skyrocketed, like the popularity of them skyrocketed. It was when, during the pandemic. It was other people looking. Oh, is for, that right? Uh, I, in my personal opinion, it's oh, people trying to I'll connect with others it. that they don't know. So you're watching somebody. It's like telling somebody to watch a movie that you love, and you you always wish that you were able to see their reaction to the movie when they're watching it in their own house, you know, and you're and you you can ask them later did you like it and i can tell you they liked it but what everybody really loves is you know you're sitting on the couch next to the person that you love you're like i told you watch this movie you're gonna love it and you're looking at them looking for that reaction that yeah. reaction means something that it's a it's affirming uh sure. it's an affirmative and it's all three it's of us validated. have had that experience with each other th hundreds of Many thousands times. of times yeah, many yeah. times. And it's, when, it's a real bummer we when you recommend something in? to someone and they're just like, nah, I don't yeah. like it. You're My like, apartment Fuck. in Ann Arbor in 2009 when I, you were staying with me and you lost your job. Yeah. You were living in New York, but you were staying with me in that Ann Arbor apartment at the yes. Woodland yeah. Muse. And then Steve was, was with me. He was with us there, too. <laughs> we were, we spent the whole week in that apartment in 2009. It was just so a very So we had a fucking plain... pet bird? Yes, exactly. What was that bird's name, Mike? Uh, Binkler. Or, or. <laughs> Binkler! Where's Binkler at? And, you I'm know, the thing shit. is... Yeah, I, I should have called him Mr. Belvedere. When I first moved here, I called Mr. Belvedere. But I... That whole week, it was just a bozo week, and Steve was constantly playing videos. This is the first time I got introduced to Flight of the Concords. He played Too Many yes, Dicks that yes. week. He too played all those business time. Oh my God. Albie's the racist dragon. And he... He's like, check this out. And then we're like, okay. And our reaction was to laugh. That was real. And it was fun. And it was hilarious. 
And but, if we just sat there and looked at it uh, plainly, um, I think it, I don't know about Steven, I can't speak for you uh, directly, but I feel like that would have bummed you out just a little bit. <laughs> what if what we didn't did? laugh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we didn't laugh, if we just sat there and like, Ugh, I don't Dude, know. This Dude, this is not stupid. funny. This is not so funny. Lame. No, I would just like resolutely disagreed. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> care exactly. You're different. You're different. Probably but, would hang out either yeah. and be like, well, these guys don't know shit. So. <laughs> You guys but don't I mean, think Van Hammers is funny? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That's another one. See, man, that <laughs> disc we had, me and Steve, we had this disc in 2004. So this is really old. This is aged. But it was a disc filled with MP3s and videos. Like, Probably like, like QuickTime video. videos. <laughs> yeah, like really shitty, grainy oh videos God. like that of Van Hammersley, which is a skit from Mr. Show. And it was all on a... Either probably a DVD rob at that point because there was a lot of stuff on that disc. It would have had to have some more storage. Uh, I think we had multiple like DVD revivals. Yeah. I well, just I remember, I remember having stacks. Cincinnati, right? That was in Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, like, this uh, a, I, I feel this like for that. me it was in Charleston first. Yeah, then we took it up to Cincinnati later. You but. took it up to Cincinnati, yeah, because that's where <laughs> I saw. <laughs> but I I remember specifically. I want to clear this because I see it so clearly right now. I had that little hut. On the ocean side there in Folly Beach that I lived in with that hippie roommate for, I don't know, a couple months. It wasn't very long. You guys were there, and Steve was there because he was down there at that time as well. And Luke visited when you guys came down on the trip. It and it was lo- <laughs> and I just remember sitting in that room and watching those videos. And then one of them had Catherine Bell from the Red Shoe Diaries or whatever the fuck it was. And it was like, I was like, oh, dude, where'd you find this? Incredible. It was so much shit. And I just watched it on a shitty white PC like desktop like just imagine like a a Windows 2000 at best shitty white colored PC that is garbage like a not even a Dell like a C- CRT monitor yeah it was like a fucking <laughs> yeah. gateway <laughs> yes exactly that's well said anyways I I just remember that disc it was I thought it was like so next level because all this stuff was on one disc I couldn't believe it all these songs all these videos Whoa, yeah, probably, probably some get up kids on there yeah yeah. I'll never forget that. But anyway, Steve shared that with me, and I laughed, and I loved it. But we didn't get the reaction on tape, so who knows if it happened. <laughs> if it no picture, it didn't happen. <laughs> exactly. But I, no, I, know... I think, what, I th- I think some of it is like the content-driven thing. I also think it's uh, you know, a phenomenon encouraged because of the, uh, the whole like, you know, duet-style TikTok shit you can do. So you know, mm. reacting to someone else's TikTok is yeah, fucking very popular. Do you ever think maybe this is why it's you, you fight so much? That's a great but there's point. Also, uh, there's also like the nostalgia aspect you're talking about, and there's a, uh, there's a podcast I love called Tech Won't Save Us, and they had an author named Grafton Tanner on there talking about how nostalgia serves corporate power and uh, exactly how they're using you know algorithms mm. and other decision-making yep. devices to decide like what kind of content they're going to fund. And, All the way, dude. Yeah, so much of it now is just it let's if if it's existing IP, we're gonna push it again. And if it's not, well, they use it under the term oh fan service, like so, oh yeah. fan service. But that's exactly what it is. It's corporate entities getting you clutched tighter to the IP, if you will. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm a part of it. Very, I am. Uh, I'm part of it. What, what's the hey? Thing did, uh, you're part of it. Oh my God! Sorry, Luke. What were you saying? One. Uh, no, yeah, like uh, what was it? Uh, Carrie, Carrie uh, Fuk- Fukunawa, 
who did uh who directed true detective and was uh talking about how he was supposed to direct he was supposed to direct something else through netflix and he was like creating a show and uh he was like literally the um the shows are written by algorithm this was fucking seven years ago or like at that point he was like uh whatever script you turn in whatever project you turn in they're, they're gonna just hand it back to you and be like well this person needs to have an affair with uh this person based on it's basically you know fucking math. so yeah i mean it's it's true and and that nostalgia that nostalgia fucking crutch that is how you end up with stranger things you know something that's just kind of a a dump site for you know for your attention there's nothing that that's really decent about it it's a mild entertainment and i mean it might be fun it might be entertaining but i mean it it requires absolutely nothing from you big budget cw uh, no show thing. yep big budget cw shit piebald They were on tour like two years ago, I think. It was very different, though. Does this sound like the original version of this game? Uh, I think so. No. I think, well, I really listened to this song in 20 years, so I don't remember. (laughs) Right. Is it like remastered? It's on Spotify. It's it's a song, there's no doubt about it. Sometimes I just notice things where you hear a different version, like something sounds different, and they do... You know, there's certain bands that are like, well, Spotify is fucking me, so we got to, like, redo our own album again so that we can get paid. And that does happen on there. But this looks like it's the original. Never mind. I'm stoned. Stone days. Hey! <laughs> All right. If you guys don't it's know uh, Pieball, check it out. That was a classic emo track from the late 90s and the early aughts. Hey! Right. Oh, and to, and to Steve's point, nostalgia is... Is actually nostalgia 101 used well it is actually used to uh destroy our culture so yeah i mean it, it is a weapon it's a fucking weapon and so it and it's it just proliferates constantly because that, that is nothing the to do with bankable, me i run a legitimate it's the only bankable here. fucking ip the only generalized uh version of ip the one that has no distinctive referent in the real world is nostalgic content so whatever the fuck it is doesn't matter if it's fucking Star Wars or if it's Spielberg or whatever. If it's well, the Big Bopper, it's the big, all just one, hello, it's one big Yeah, it's one big acid mash for the uh Look. Just to clarify this one point, because I realized this last week. I was watching some older movie and I don't know, I was I was on a rabbit hole with Siskel and Eber, I've been watching those top 10 worst or top 10 best oh of the years that they used to do. I love those on Pretty YouTube. Fun, yeah. I admit it. Again, oh my more God, fucking nostalgia. Look at me. I'm yeah. about my own well, ass. I'm watching fucking Dick Cavett shows. Not like I'm 75 <laughs> years old, but, but I it, am watching them. I'm just saying that those shows prove See, that's that a weird thing. Been, that's like epigenetic nostalgia. Sorry, go ahead. That is epigenetic. Yeah, wow. That's a big word. Congratulations. You win the day. <laughs> you did it, man. You very impressive as a human being i'm gonna lock that in anyways uh hollywood's been remaking movies forever and they were doing it in the 80s they were doing it before now so when people say oh they just start remaking everything now they've always been doing that because they just want to replay on the nostalgia of previous generations or the current one 
It's just more ridiculous now, it feels like, because there's more access and you have more information coming at you than you did in 1987. I think that's fair to say. Um, back to Joe's email. I'm going to finish that email. Oh, <laughs> just real quick, I wanted to mention that the uh, Grafton oh. Tanner book on this subject is called The Circle of the Snake, Nostalgia and Utopia in the Age of Big Tech. So, Give that guy a read. Sounds great. Oh, yeah. I love reading. That's all I do. <laughs> Day. Are you doing right, anyway, five back. podcasts today? <laughs> hey kids, it's me. Did you thought that I'm I was dead? <laughs> God damn it, Billy! <laughs> Get the hell out of here! Oh shit, man, this stuff's so funny to me. Anyways, that's all nostalgia. Look at us. See, we're just retreading the old hits. Nothing new is being created except this show. This is a new show. And we're trying to give you something that is at least useful, entertaining, informative. I don't know what it is. I know uh, Dave Horning doesn't like it, but that's okay. Dave is still a friend of mine. He's a good man. He does the best he can, Dave. I don't take it personally. Not everybody wants to be reminded of the terrible shitstorm that is our current society. I can understand that. In fact, you probably listen to stuff, so it's an escape. And that's why nostalgia is popular, too. It's like, oh, my God, I'm surrounded by hell. That's putting it mildly. I'm just going to try to get away from it all. And that happens every day well, again and again and again and again and again. And I get it. I do. I truly Nostal do. Nostalgia essentially has become a fundamental part of, like, keeping your fucking like your psychological well-being intact. Like, it is, it's such a crutch now. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah for me, my crutch is alcohol, so... <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's my answer. Fuck that. Color Disney. Fuck that, man. Get on the horse. All right. Uh, so Joe's email. Stuff. I want more Waterboy. Yeah. How, you want more Waterboy? I'm oh, sorry about that. I, I'll work know. on that. Uh, so. I was I was being you, but I, I realized that was just Adam Sandler. Oh, man. Billy Madison. And, yeah. Billy Madison. <laughs> Classic. And even though. Okay, Michael, we're finish idiots, the email. Let's do it. Okay, I'll finish the email. I know we've been rambling on here on the Is a Safe Talk hey, Show. We're just a bunch of bozos. At no point hey, in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered uh. a rational thought. Well said. Uh, so Joe says, however, over the last year, I've really found reactors that I have enjoyed the content of. While looking inward as to why... I found the main reason being that it is very similar to the experience of finding a song, show, movie that I am really into, and then showing that. <laughs> oh, this is great. Oh, so we just, we just jumped. Family. We just jumped right over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just jumped right on top of his comment. That's really funny, actually. And then show. <laughs> what same wavelength. Joe, same wavelength. Yeah, we're with you, buddy. And then showing that to the friend's family and viscerally experiencing something similar to that same enjoyment I had when I first experienced the content, but through their eyes. A few more benefits are in the different viewpoints than my own of those reactors, which give me added context I hadn't thought of or been aware of in the scenario where I simply had yet to be exposed to that content in the first place, and it opened my eyes to it. For example, the musician Ren, which I was completely unaware of before reactors jumped on his bandwagon. Are you guys big Ren fans? MC Ren? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the, Ren's, the, Ren's, the Ren's Meadowlands is one of my favorite albums. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that's album. with a W, it's right? A this is R-E-N-S. Yeah, okay. Ren. I don't know Ren. You know Ren, Luke? I, you would not know Ren at all. That makes no sense. So. Is it Ren, R-E-N? Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a hip-hop guy. 
No, I, I honestly, I know this literally because oh, uh, I know who this is. Yeah. Yeah, I know who this. Is. Have you seen this video, Luke? I have not watched the video. No. Okay, I've seen this. Yeah, I've seen this over the last year because he's he's a lyricist and a rapper and a very good one at that while playing acoustic guitar and it's like a whole vibe you have to watch a video to see him doing all this stuff supposedly at once it definitely looks quite authentic i don't know if it's true or not because anything can be recreated for our eyes but i know who ren is and i've seen the video a few times it's basically like eminem with an acoustic guitar if you will but it's like hip-hop as well yeah yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say that. This is you a, know, um, as a general this is the rule, song. anything. Check this out. This is, as, this is his big hit. Anything, anything described as a vibe, I generally avoid. Sure. So it sounds like it sounds like a fucking Spanish guitar, I've been taking some time to be by myself since my therapist really? told me to yeah. And I've been making some progress lately and I've learned some new coping skills. I mean, you know, anybody. So I haven't really British. needed you much, man. I well, anyways, that's Ren. And the song is called Hi, Ren. Thank you, Hi, Joe. Ren. I've seen that video. Hi, Ren. Hey, I Steve. think you, someone Hello, dropped Ren. Hey, kids, it's me. I'm Ren. <laughs> uh, so Joe says, what are, so what are your guys' thoughts on reaction videos, reactors? Do you partake? Do you hate? We already covered that. Thanks, Joe. Great email as always. Bringing something to the table. I love it. All right, I mean, we got so many I, I more hate, emails I hate to go. The so we keep industry, but, let's roll. Um, let's keep going. Guess what? We got another one from Joe, but this one's a little more recent. So this is from the last episode, I assume, nine days ago. It says, Class War with the question marks and exclamation points titled, Hey guys, since my email last week and my most recent email this week were culture war emails, I thought I would try and balance it out with a class war email. Oh, I know Luke's going to love that. It's great. Wow. That's putting it mildly. So what are the very, I like it too. Oh, who am I kidding? It's not just Luke. Uh, what are the various paths or blueprint that you would say would lead to a much better country for all of the have-nots? I'm sure this topic has been beaten to death as well, but when I think of it, I always hear how the Scandinavian countries are the model. And the counterpoint I tend to hear, especially from the right-leaning folks, is the amount of taxes they pay. Yeah. How do you convince the Wait haters times. that the party blueprint, if it's Scandinavia or whatever it is, is good for them? Like, if we enforce tax laws and decrease defense spending, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. But said differently, everyone gets free McDonald's hamburgers, <laughs> coupons weekly, subsidized $2 a gallon gasoline, and that mental health is the only cause of gun violence, not the guns. And the solution is not to spend on health care, but to send thoughts and prayers 
Well, maybe not the last part. Thanks, Joe. Gentlemen, what is the secret? Also, wait, wait, let's skip the secret first. What about these, this common talking point about, well, over in you know, Scandinavian countries, over in Norway, or blah, blah, blah. Anybody want to jump in on that one? Because it's often used as a way for socialism will take all your taxes and your money. You'll be fucked. Yeah, well, socialism also dis distributes taxes. all of Norway's fucking oil money. Yeah. So it'd be, you know, like uh, Alaskans get whatever, $3,000 a year. Yeah. Just, Thank yeah. Here's, here's your, What's that again? Alaska gets like, $3,000 a year? Yeah, Alaskans get like a $3,000 stipend a year from, uh, like, from oil. No shit. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. That's so yeah, cool. imagine like, getting your uh, your COVID checks up. just fucking every year. <laughs> exactly. That's and it's yeah, three thousand dollars. Fuck, that would be amazing. Wow. And it's so okay. popular that like even in uh, you know, oftentimes there's you know, Republican senators from Alaska. Oftentimes the uh, the state is run by Republicans. Uh, it's too popular for them to take it back, just like Social Security. Like, oh really? Once you once you build that entitlement in, like uh, people love it and they don't want to give it up. And I don't understand the people that are <laughs> aligning with a party that wants to do away with all that. They're Republicans Luke. trying to kill Social Security or privatize it, which would also kill it because they probably just like once it was privatized, they'd just be like, hey, uh, what's this? Let's buy just like a uh, hundred fucking whatever shit coin is out there and then <laughs> watch it fucking disappear into the hands of the fucking fan Andreessen's or whatever Andreessen Horowitz or the fucking the Winklevosses that's what I was trying to think of crypto bros a shit demon the crypto bro <laughs> yeah. the money in your account it didn't do too well it's gone <laughs> suck on my Winklevoss oh really yeah, yeah. Well, um, what about Scandinavia Steve, that's a perfect I know it's a perfect point though. Uh, they they also they also like redistribute and perfect. socialize the things like oil production, natural gas production, whatever, uh, in order to uh, basically defray. Um, I guess you know, in a sense, everybody suffers from climate change. I mean, they're gonna that kind of defray some of the um, ontological costs of that. Uh, That's with putting a in mind. material benefit. Uh, so I guess in, in a way they'll support whatever government keeps giving them checks, but uh, you know there, there's a way of looking at looking at Scandinavian countries, and I honestly think that everybody really needs everybody should be looking at like the People's Policy Project of uh, Matt Brunig. He's, uh, he's a real stat head. Um, he's written extensively on Scandinavian countries and how their versions of socialism work. And, you know, his kind of really hot, like, I don't know, 30,000 foot view of socialism is in a way, stop thinking about a country as like a socialist country. You have to start thinking about the ways that what makes a country can like, how do you consider a country socialist? Is it the fact that it's in its charter? Is it in its constitution? Is it the number of institutions and I think his kind of Perfect. point where he comes down is obviously you can't have socialism in literally everything. You can't have um, uh, people who create art uh, be totally divested of all proceeds from their artistic production. Clearly, clearly people who are exceptional in certain ways should continue to be rewarded for that 
um, for the effort they put into uh, their their works and the the product of their labor. But if a majority of the uh, even a small majority of the institutions in a country are socialist, then that would be considered a socialist country. So let's say 50 one percent of the institutions in a country or 51 percent of the dis like the distributions are distributed via some form of socialist uh calculus then oh. that would that would make for a socialist country well, so it's one of the things though the man. Thing, but here's the the right the whole fucking right-wing boogeyman bullshit about this is like it's always it's always anecdotal and it's always that anecdote has to be <clears throat> inferred it's inductive logic uh it's just you you spread that you universalize a single a single instance or a single example you universalize it you spread it to every potential example and you say oh this is what it is all the fucking time yeah there there's like there's long lines for non-essential uh medical care uh but there are no wait lines for fucking essential medical care uh, medical care is fucking free from the top to the bottom, but it is paid for through taxes. So I hate the word free. And uh, it's just, you know, if you set that, like Steve said, the fucking entitlement, once it's there, people do not fucking take it back. And here's another example. Like Germany has like an organ donor program where you are opted in. So in order to not be an organ donor, you have to opt out. So the fact that you're already opted in, people just like leave it. They just leave it on their licenses. Like, yeah, whatever. I'm an organ donor. But you really have to go. You have to jump through some hoops in order to like step out of that program. Oh. There, once once it's part of the fabric of of society, it, it can be have legs. It'll automatically have legs, and it'll be hard to repeal. I mean, fucking prohibition didn't work because drinking most. was legal. So I don't know, man. It, it's like uh, we should strike. The Fuck them. Sing, single payer is is easy enough to do if the political will was there to do it, and if there was just I don't know, literally a few more people in the Senate, uh, or if there was any political will whatsoever on the Democratic side. Of, I mean, Joe Biden literally signaled, said that he would fucking veto uh, health care for all, universal uh, health care, wow, if dude. it hit his desk. If it passed the House and the Senate, he said he would veto it. So, no, you, wouldn't you know, be. in in a world like that, it doesn't, I don't know. It, it's and, hard, and we, it's hard to we say. we spend more money than any other country per capita on health care and get less fucking for it. Are you through, Mr. We're spending Wilson? on fucking bullshit administration, bullshit insurance, and insurance is one of those things that ties you to your fucking job. So they don't, they don't want labor to have any power. They want capital to be able to move. Like th these are fucking basics here. Like, uh, the, the reason why they don't instill all these programs is because they want capital to be able to flow wherever labor is cheapest. They're trying to keep you where you fucking are. They're trying to keep you obeisant. Troll toe. Are you through Mr. Wizard? Yeah, I think right. uh, why why I get um, I get some blowback from from people who who might listen to the show or even even friends in general is uh, it's almost like I'm not taking and I'm not going after specific specific individuals enough. But what what Steve was just saying is the absolute perfect fucking encapsulation of why I don't do that. I mean, it's these. 
we sh- we should do more reading series, and we we should we should go after people like you know DeSantis or whatever just to have some fun. But honestly, the the dynamics at work here, the power dynamics at work, the the people in power, the iron law of oligarchy. I mean, there are there are vested interests in the system working exactly as Steve described wherever labor is fucking cheapest and most powerless that is where capital is going to go so if you were to look at the map pick a point on the globe the picture's the same yep another rage against the machine line All right, thanks, Luke. That's good stuff. Great points. Joe, great email, by the way. Love your emails. Keep them coming every week. We got one from Mr. Pink now. Catching up, says Mr. Pink. Been a minute since we've heard from good old Pinky, the mysterious man. Sup, dudes? I'm catching up on the last two shows. Nothing to say right now, but I'm totally down for a newsletter. Add me to the distribution list. Yay! All right. That'll probably happen in 20 years. It could happen. And I appreciate Why your support. Why did you? Mr. You were so committed. You're so committed. You were like, I'm, ready I'm to doing go. this. I'm probably going to do, do it. I don't care if you guys agree to it or not. No, I'm still you, doing it. You're going to do it? Yeah. I'm of still course. doing it. No, so that's when it'll happen. happen. Who knows? Of course it'll happen. Yeah, I'm going to do it. It will. You said you were going to do it two, three <laughs> weeks ago. Three weeks ago. And, yeah. and what kind of content are we aiming for in this newsletter? <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> Anything you want. I thought. My thought is for a newsletter would be um, I think it could be maybe useful if it was a I don't know if it was a uh, grab bag of like, hey, these are the things that we've been thinking about. Here's some funny shit and whatever. And, uh, you know, maybe somebody could get ahead of it. I mean, they people can still email, obviously, give us things to uh, talk about, but maybe we give them I don't know opportunity to uh direct more of the uh the content of the show or something this is an open and shut case and anybody who can't I don't see necessarily. that is a savage and an idiot actually you know what i don't fucking i don't know what the difference is between that and letting uh people email the show and giving them all your personal phone number <laughs> that's really how we should do this just uh everybody call mike uh or text him that's Seven three four four eight nine three two two four. Anytime, any place. All right, we got a couple more emails here. We got to finish all these fuckers. This one has to do. First off, looks like a new person I'm not familiar with. Carl. Carl has emailed the show here. Welcome to the show, Carl with a K, which is cool. Oh, I I know. Do you know? I oh, you know this guy? Got a scumbag. I believe so. The scumbag no, of the highest no, order. No, ab- absolutely not. He's first-rate human being. One of the greatest people I've ever met. So he's not a piece of shit. Is that correct? Depends. I don't know. What's his last name? You're dead, Carl. Don't tell me. You can't say. You can't say. Gotta I'm not going to say. So. You're dead, Carl. Carl, you're live and well. Thanks for it's emailing Carl the show. Urban. Carl Urban is live. Carl Sagan <laughs> checking in from the afterlife. Hi, squids. He must know some other squid related to the show. That sounds like an intro that our pal Danny would use. Danny, where are you at? Mm. Alaska. Actually, Danny, we really hope to hear from you since you're an Alaskan resident about that oil shit. I'd love to get a actual resident's perspective. Would really That's love why that. he hasn't moved back. That's why he has not moved back to regular civilization. He'd rather live the revenant out there. 
because he's getting that yeah. getting that sweet 3k that three thousand dollar check every year whatever the fuck sweet, it is. maybe sweet. he's got a tight off the grid homestead <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, oh bye. yeah Does okay so he? we never even asked about his living situation danny uh, let us know yeah that's kind Can of impolite to ask oh Danny's what's your living book? situation Danny doesn't give a fuck. He'll talk about anything. I'm just anything. curious. Is he off the <laughs> grid? About I mean, he's obviously Danny, on the email grid. Email the show I mean, tell everybody that you'll emails. talk about anything at any given time. I know he will. Danny's a smart man. man. He's and very nice. Check out Danny's podcast. It's good. It's about music. So Carl here, new Carl, Luke's secret pal. Uh, I might not know him, actually. He said squids. I he, I might not know him. Uh-oh. Uh, my actually, favorite. that's even better. Is that better? My favorite? Yeah, you Conan know, brand new person. My favorite Conan O'Brien, Secrets. We did Secrets. That's right. That was fun. Secrets. <laughs> His favorite <laughs> is, okay, so my favorite Conan O'Brien, Secrets, was Willie Nelson. I couldn't find the clip, but it was something like, most people like Dolly Parton for her big boobs. Not me. I like Dolly for her big heart because it pumps blood <laughs> to her big boobs. <laughs> Secrets. Secrets. That's great. You know, I can't find that clip either. I would love to do that. Uh, I do see a clip on here. Willie Nelson auditions for The Hobbit 2. <laughs> That's something you got to see with your own eyes because that <laughs> looks really funny. I'll play the clip just for audio version. But everybody else, check that out. Anyways, love the pod. Thank you, Carl, so much. Love Thanks, when Carl. people say that. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Hey. Carl. Carl. Yo, Kyle. Hey, Peter Jackson. My name's Willie Nelson, and I want to audition for the role of Gonda in The Wizard in that upcoming movie you got. Gonda. Gonda. <laughs> hey, look at that dragon. You shall not pass an unlit joint, man. That's just oh, cool. Oh, Willie, come on. That's not funny. Gandalf, my old friend, this will be a night to remember. Okay, that's not funny. That's too bad, Willie. It's not your fault. You're still a good person. Anyways, I love the pod. Please tell Luke that his old friend from Fresno, California, nailed it. Loves him. There it is. Okay, it is. It is. Um, okay. <laughs> he is. Um, he is one of the guys with the B on their helmet. I've ever met in my life. Oh my God. Carl. Uh, Carl. By the way, I'm um, doing the Carl. Fill us in, man. Carl. Carl. <laughs> Carl. 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 <laughs> Yeah, me and Steve, one year, well, our friend Corey used to have a cat named Carl. So we'd go over there and we'd just do that all night. Carl! 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 That's, in fact, we're, try, we're trying to sound like the mom from Family Matters. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, my God. The cat was always in our face when we were that? trying to play video games. And we were trying to say it with as much disdain as, like, you know how how Seinfeld works it up to say Newman, like Newman. <laughs> yeah, that was just great. a different she kind of uh, pissed. Oh fuck! What was her so name? Funny. Was it like Estelle or something? What the hell was her name? Uh, Urkel. Dong T. <laughs> they Dong were all tea. Urkel. Harriet. Harriet. Carl. Anyways, she said it like that all the time, and it was just so funny to say because she never put any emphasis on the L. I swear, it was like Carl. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you say car. That's what it sounded like. It's really funny. I had a lot of laughs, and I enjoy laughing with my friends. I enjoy laughing with anybody. And if you guys want to have some more laughs, email the show. 
isitsafepod at gmail.com. That puts us up to date on all of the emails, and I'm very happy to say we did it. We made it happen. We made a difference. We put ourselves out there. You guys made some... Seriously, there's some serious points that were made on the show today. I think that could be useful to you guys. And before we go, though, serious points, Mama, uh, don't let your wait. Did we get through all the emails? Yeah, we got through all. Yeah, that's right. We got through all the emails. We, Luke, did. we did it. All right. We're up to date, and we did it. I want to bring up two things before we go. Uh, one, uh, are you guys familiar with Hannah Gadsby? Oh yeah. Oh, you are. <laughs> I said that like uh, you know I met her at a Oop. bar at some point. You and, did. Uh, <laughs> we had a small, we had a short, short-lived relationship that that uh, that fizzled out when I found out that she was she was uh, unfortunately not heterosexual, and then uh, and then it so she then she like got you? really mad at me. Yeah, no, that's that's the way I saw I said that, but uh, yeah, no, I've just seen her comedy. Yeah, um, I want to talk about her it's comedy. Not it's great. Not- it's not funny. I I found it to be. She sucks. No, she I just sucks. wanted to know it's if anybody else had seen it, so I get a second bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it. it. Yeah. Just push it down here. your throat. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking go go insane over it. I mean, if you love it, great. But not funny to me. You yeah, did. Actually, that, that don't mean shit. Yeah, that don't mean shit. It's just not funny to me. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, she's funny to a lot of people apparently. I was just curious. Uh, but I do secretly wonder how many people are loving stuff like that. Uh, just because they feel like they're supposed to. You're coward. It does make me laugh. It does make me laugh that there's wait, a wait, bunch of mean? people because just suffering through. There's a bunch of people suffering through like really bad content because they think they're supposed to love it. Oh fuck! If people, oh because her I whole thing like Tig Notaro. Tig Notaro's like that too. She is not fucking funny at all. Like. She I, sucks. I love Tig Notaro. I straight up love. You Tig do Notaro. see? Yes. Okay, there you go. There you okay. go. What do you I like about it? I would like to know because I, I remember I li- being hot for a minute. I like uh, just how. I mean, I love her fucking courage and all that shit, but I I don't like her comedy. I, I like how uh, fucking dry it is. Like uh, sure. I I was just listening to a Pistol Shrimps radio podcast that she like just happened to like cameo <laughs> on. So like there's there was a uh, one pos- on one of the podcasters drew on the other podcaster's bald head. And, uh, like, uh, he, he asked Tig Notaro, like, what she thought of it. And she's like, oh, was that not there before? Like, just little shit like that. Like, uh, uh, no, she's a naturally funny person. There's no, wait, 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 time out. All right. So let me, uh, but let me, I just want to play this real quick because this is a, a Netflix clip okay. of her special. This is on YouTube, so anybody can watch it. It's just a quick clip. I don't really have a lot of familiarity with her, so I want to see if this makes me laugh. Here's we'll the find thing. Out. Let me tell you. I had gone with my wife uh, this one night to a um, movie premiere and um, came home with a terrible pain in my stomach and I just thought, I'm sure this is no big deal. Um, My health issues always end up not being anything anyway. Patient storyteller so here. I'm sure this already. is also nothing. Um, I think this is the one where she's and shirtless. My wife Stephanie said, "You know, I don't think we should take any chances, um, so I'm going to call 911 since you can't walk." <laughs> and um, she did. And I'm telling you, general admission at the Greek, a gigantic <laughs> fireman showed up at our bedroom door. He was he was huge. He was over six feet tall, muscles out to here, 
fireman pants, suspenders, <laughs> fireman no pants. shirt. No shirt. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm feeling so vulnerable, lying in bed, and, uh, and uh, you know, I'm in a lot of pain. Also, I'm in my nightgown, and you think I wear a nightgown? <laughs> you think I wear a nightgown? Me, it's me, your friend Tig. You think, you think I'm walking around my house like, who is it? Who is That's good. Yeah. Anyways, I, I was just more, I, I missed the Tig Notaro wave. I know she was really popular and a few years ago oh, in terms of check mainstream out her series uh, she's got a series called under a rock with tig Notaro because she doesn't know who celebrities are so she tries to figure out who they are and where she knows them from <laughs> while they're sitting okay. in front of her it's fucking amazing nice all right well i i don't know how we end up talking I'll about her but I, uh, hannah gadsby was the one i brought up and i i just i saw her on tv oh. and i didn't know who she was and she's someone that's newer in terms of mainstream exposure for me comedy no clue really had no idea that's putting it mildly um, but i just didn't think she was that funny but luke said you, you saw her didn't think it was that funny so i don't know she I mean, sucks i'm wondering if you guys email the show if you guys seen hannah gatsby stuff if you liked it or not just be curious to as why listen i'm gonna, why I'm gonna do my homework i'm gonna check some out i haven't seen it yet great if okay, you are cool. if you are if you're like a uh, media diet if you'll be doing my diet, homework um, since you want to be such a smart ass <laughs> exactly now, if your media diet consists of just like the fucking mush that you like, just <laughs> suck in from the regular mainstream bullshit out there, like you fucking will find trough. her funny. Yeah, mush if you're just maca. at the trough, if you wake up at the trough and you just start eating, you know, like when you just open your eyes and you start, you start moving your mouth, like I'm not. If you just open your eyes and start moving your mouth, uh. <laughs> And start swallowing. That is. That means you're gonna love Hannah Gadsby. It's <laughs> so stupid to think about waking up and just eating. Waking up and the first thing you do, you don't piss, you don't do anything, you just start eating. That would be a really <laughs> stupid skit. Yeah, it means you, you fell asleep in the trough too, and you just you. Oh passed really? Out you can the sleep there too. And then you just yeah, you just woke up, open your mouth, and just start moving, just moving your. Good reverence. All right. Well, yeah. shit. I think I've done That's that before. I probably, <laughs> probably fell asleep in Taco like, Bell, uh, maybe. like in Dave Hording's uh, apartment in Savannah uh, with like the mini fridge and the microwave, uh, and I could reach everything from like laying down on the floor after I passed out there the night before. I thought we might reminisce a little more. <laughs> throw, a, throw a couple fucking White Castle sliders in the microwave. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Uh, torture never ends. <laughs> oh. There was one other thing that, so I don't know how we got on this topic, but we did write it down in the notes, uh, talking about one-star reviews for shitty places, Ooh. because reviews are so common now. I mean, you can review on any fucking place on this earth these days. And it's <laughs> all bullshit, especially on Amazon. Oh, oh okay, God. wait, 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 wait. Uh, it's tremendous amounts of bullshit. Well, you mean like there's people promoting stuff that's not just because they work for the entity, or what do you mean? Yeah. Both that they and uh, they work for like a competitor and say that the their oh! competitor's product is shit. It's all bullshit. It means nothing. Yeah, it I means mean, fucking nothing. Haven't look, you ever been to a job, place where like... you're like this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Haven't you ever been to a place where you're like, oh my god, uh, that was amazing? And then you look at the reviews, like two stars, uh, that doesn't make any sense. 
Uh, Why is it yeah. two stars? Not yeah. always. But I'm then then you have people that put all that fucking effort into writing very uh, descriptive reviews. That's hilarious. But every bad review is usually somebody talking about the service. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, your reviews aren't all that reviews good. in general. The whole, the whole reason we brought it up... The whole reason we brought it up was because uh, I, used, I used to like lay in bed with my ex-girlfriend and we uh, look up reviews of like the Grand Canyon, and, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we That's found right. we found a one-star review because like a the fucking Memorial. junior bacon cost fifty cents more <laughs> near like whatever <laughs> whatever yes. sightseeing thing they were nearby, and uh, <laughs> I mean, you. You missed out on the Grand Canyon because you were pissed that you had to pay f fucking 50 more cents for your junior bacon. Jesus. Don't you see that comfort uh, can be so dangerous? I went back to try and relive it, and now, like, like this is caught on. So it's all just people shitposting. Like, no, no one's uh. actually... <laughs> There's all... uh, no one's actually pissed anymore, but like the people who are genuinely pissed about dumb shit at like the most beautiful places on earth, like you could look up, <laughs> you know, Google reviews on like the Taj Mahal or like Sistine Chapel, and they'd be like, "Oh no, there's so there's so many people and it stank." Uh... <laughs> Your reviews aren't that good. That's funny. Wow. And somebody somebody spilled a pop on the floor and I slipped and I almost broke my uh, coccyx. It was fucking terrible, man. What the hell do you want? Wow. Well, look, I actually yeah, but you know what? All of, these places, uh, fucking, all these places have a fucking, they have a social media presence, and every single one of these fucking sites or like apps or whatever requires like a rating. I'm so not when you log in you. and you fucking visit that that location, it's gonna say, "Well, how was your experience?" You got to give it a one to a five, and you're like, no, I don't. I don't want to give it a one to a five. Like, I'm not rating this fucking thing. You know what sucks, I though, slipped though? on some. I slipped on a fucking uh, Diet Cola, and I fucking almost oh. broke my goddamn tailbone, and uh, that's it. It sucks, I'm though, because I'm not rating I... the Sistine Chapel. You're not going to rate them? Okay, fine. Well, put on that smile of yours. That Luke smile of his. Just make the best <laughs> of it. That's what I'll tell you. I actually make legitimate reviews, though, for places where I've been pleased with the effort. In fact, I actually did that at a good year almost two weeks ago. The guy was actually super cool year. and he was super I needed I blew a tire. I had to get, you know, situation squared away. And the guy was like really kind. He wasn't a dick and he didn't try to bullshit me and he was actually helpful. And he also showed me how anybody who works at Goodyear, he showed me the monitor. He turned the screen and he was like, Yeah, really, uh, we come in here, we know nothing. So we just follow the step-by-step -step process from every manual because they're all available in our database pick a car dude pick a car uh, i'm like okay uh i don't know a toyota forerunner from 2020 he's like oh here you go there's the manual and we can learn how to fix everything step by step so it's real simple I'm like oh okay well that was cool and i actually appreciated his service that's putting him mildly. i did so i gave him a five-star review on google but i guess that was a mistake because what does that do, really? So, that is how I fixed uh, half of the shit that's gone wrong with my car. Uh, basically, <laughs> this guy has Google. Is what he is that? What he, is that the whole secret? <laughs> yeah, but, but they put the oh. data. It's a database. Oh. It's organized for you, so you can just type in. I know. Yeah, everything. I know. Make it a little easier. Uh, Who knows? Oh, the the other thing. The other thing in our notes. Uh, I never want. I don't want to forget about this because it's never so forget about and, it. And and so small, and we could wrap this up super fast. High in the Hog. Mike, do you know where High in the Hog comes from? Do you know high the origin the of that? Or you I honestly know don't. The origin, but do you, you know what it means, though, right? Sure. You're living High in the Hog. Yeah. Neb, 
Uh, Steve, I'm guessing Steve probably knows. I I cut it higher on the hog than like pigs feet. Like yeah. you're not eating trotters yeah. tonight. You're getting fucking low. There loin. you go. Yeah, oh. I knew I knew you would just I you knew you just know it. Um it's exactly what it meant. I I had I like used the phrase and then I was like, "Fuck, I don't actually know what high on the hog means." But higher on the hog is a more expensive cut of meat. So what's the point of high on the hog? Uh it was in the notes. You were right. mentioning notes that we had. Right, but what's the point of expressing our, this? Oh, you're just sharing with people what it means. Yeah. Where it comes from. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. I thought this was leading into some fun, bigger. It's a fun story. fact. No, it's that a, is fun, a fun, fact. fun fact. Yeah. Look at it. That's cool. Your reviews aren't that good. Well, hopefully our reviews will get better. If you guys have never reviewed our show, by the way, you know it'd be nice. Uh, we're yeah, still in a war with Spotify. I don't, I don't even know if people ever listen to the show on Spotify ever because some assholes. Well, they out can't there. because the fucking motherfuckers have a fucking robo a robo pod basically. Yes. AI pod, it is I'm telling bullshit. you. It's not a real fucking podcast. Yeah, we just got to get ready, though, because this is the way But now. Spotify, this is the way. how fucking dumb is it that Spotify only allows uh, one podcast to have uh, a title? That and they, they told me is. They told me explicitly that they allow for two podcasts of the same title to exist. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. As long as they're like, diff- like, you can differentiate one from the other. Wait, is However, there another Is It Safe podcast? Yes. Yeah. But it's not. Holy it's shit. bullshit. But it's a fake. It is an... It, like, Mike and I it's went video through this clips. a couple of weeks ago. It's video clips and audio. It's but it's audio got an AI clips. DJ it's voice fucking garbage. It's, it's an AI voice. It's, like, not even real. It sounds so fuck. It's strange. Oh, like it's fucking strange. TikTok videos. <laughs> well, Luke, they don't refer to themselves as Is It Safe either. They never say... No. This is no, the they don't. Safe. They call exactly. themselves, like, some other yeah. reference to... It really looks like it's stuff, uh, clips that were taken from another show and just thrown on here because it's there's exactly shout-outs to like another network or some other yes. entity or structure that it's from. It's, it's an ridiculous. aggregator. It's yeah. like a, yep. it's like a exactly. show aggregator. Good call. It's all and it's complete garbage. It's mm-hmm. total fucking garbage. There's no it's not a it's not a real show. It's just like fucking clip dumpster. Yeah. And you're ugly. But Absolutely. they, 100%. because of that, because because of that, because they are classified as like a true crime or whatever, they get more yeah. listeners automatically. Because but they have no ratings though. We're rated. Nothing. That should matter, Luke. On Spotify, we're it's rated, sh- I know. and they're not at I all. Told them. That's... Don't worry, we're gonna get this sorted out. Well, I just find that to be. Well, just, let's just, just go for a total rebrand and get into true bullshit. crime. Yeah, I mean, what are we waiting for, right? Ooh, I mean, we all yeah, know it's coming. Yeah. What have we been trying yeah, to do here? Yeah, there was a guy. There was let's, a guy uh, let's bring in a new a, angle. Uh, we'll come at the crimes ourselves. <laughs> we'll talk about our own See, crimes now, of the nobody's past done that we that got away with. <laughs> On this okay, show. There's, there's <laughs> one time movie. I opened a uh, pack of baseball cards at a fucking Kmart and tried to find <laughs> good cards, and I didn't find any. And then I got scared and stopped doing it. Oh, one time I accidentally stole a hat at a mire and I got busted for it, though. It was so stupid. I didn't steal it. It was just on my head. I forgot about it. I was 18. I had no clue about anything. Uh-oh. I thought that was Tom set. No, that was me. Whoops. We were at the mire at Mount Pleasant. Yeah, we, I thought I it was just, a Walmart. Ah, oh, man. No, it was the mire there in Mount Pleasant. We just moved up to Central Michigan for our freshman oh, year. Oh, my God. We're so excited for life. Yeah. Yay! 
Yeah, it's gonna be our year. Woo-hoo! And you got held by fucking wow, security. Dude. You got held by security. We bought a four, bought a three hundred dollar futon and like two hundred dollars worth of other stuff. But I put a Michigan hat on my head earlier in the shopping spree, and I was so distracted that I forgot it was on my head. So after we paid five hundred dollars. Then I check out, walk out the door. Somebody grabs my arm as soon as I hit the door. Come with me, sir, right away. I was like, oh! And I had to pay 10 times the amount of that fucking hat. So I ended up paying 120 bucks for that hat or something. I didn't mean to steal Wait, it. Wait, you kept the hat? hat? That's the most expensive no, hat in the world. Yeah, That's even worse. Did they no, let you keep, even keep that? I had to pay 10 times the amount for something I didn't even have or keep. Fuck that. Yeah. Can you at least at and, that and, point? And there say, again, like, we have I'll a little microcosm of uh, American life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys know me. I don't wear hats. I don't wear ball caps. You guys know that. I never have. It's not me. It was a baseball hat. I don't do it that. I love me. baseball. I wear stupid backwards like Garapito hats like I wore back. <laughs> wow, man. Steve used to tear me up on that hat, that fucking hat I wore all the time. Boy. I got a lot of shit for that. <laughs> hey, remember when I was living my vest life as a freshman? <laughs> <laughs> I'm living my oh vest my God, life. Oh, my God, I fucking do. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, Branson would tear into me eternally. <laughs> also, when I had long hair, he used, to, he used to walk up behind me and tap my shoulder and say, excuse me, miss? <laughs> wow. Uh, you had Jesus hair. Oh, my God, you had long hair. Yeah, Jesus there, for real. But he also did amazing shit. Holy like uh, shit. he'd be like, "Look out!" He he'd, he'd uh, tell me like two days in advance, like, uh, "Okay, on uh, fucking April twenty fourth, look out your uh, classroom door at ten oh seven. So I look out my classroom door at ten oh seven. Two days later, he had taken off his shirt and soaked himself in the water fountain and just was walking down the hall whistling. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> I forgot about that. He used to do that shit with the water fountain. That's right. He'd come back soaking wet. Like, he'd have this crazy episode. Like, it looked like he was pouring sweat, but he just dumped a bunch of water in his face and his shirt. That was so funny. Yeah, just strolling down the hall. Yes. Oh, I forgot uh, about Petrucci, that. That's a classic bit. Him and Petrucci did did that uh, once, too. Like, I think Petrucci got on, got on board, and they just were... They were just strolling down the <laughs> hallway shirtless, and it was so fucking funny. Look, we got we got twelve ratings on on Spotify of five star reviews. That's great. Thank you. That's, hey, thanks. That's, that's that's a lot actually for a podcast no one's ever heard of. It is. So we thank you guys. If some of you guys don't listen to us on Spotify, have heard of it. go try to look us up. You'll find out what we're talking about with this other stupid fucking podcast called Is It Safe? Because you can't find us unless you've already really had access to it. We're not even in addition. We're just we're on there, but we're not findable it's very bizarre so use no it's not service. bizarre uh it's not bizarre spotify is not allowing two names to occupy the same metadata so that's putting it mildly this You're right so the the claim that i filed was that wait um, what metadata other, we got to have two different md5 hashes right if you search <laughs> no i mean if you search go yeah. ahead and search no yeah on it spotify won't. does not we don't show up i don't use spotify because they're assholes well, right. Well, there you go. Perfect. It's so killing the music Spotify. industry. Um, Which yeah. podcast uh, exactly. platform is well, going to be our friends? None of them, music right? Industry. So. 
music industry is already dead. It died a long time ago. Just like education, um, equal pay. All well, the movie industry is fucking dead, you know, like on demand fucking killed uh, Is this cinema, so. Is this uh, fun for any money? You guys enjoying the show? I mean, this is a good time, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is the Safe Talk Show. We're here to bring it home so you can enjoy your life because we know what a hellish landscape surrounds you. Yeah, we go downtown, bitch, at the station that plays only platinum hits. And if you're licking, that's W Balls. <laughs> Thanks, Marv. All right. Everybody's uh, go. got to hear the shit. W Balls, W Balls, W Balls. I got a song for today, by the way. That's a great one. And I know we're all going to appreciate this song. I really Is it do. the shit? Gotta... Yet? Ah, that would be a good choice. But I had this one <laughs> lined up because it popped in my head. And I was like, oh, shit, this is like. This is a song for Is It Safe Without a Doubt to close it down. So we thank you, everybody. Email us about anything you heard today. Clarify any errors. If we got anything wrong, you know, yeah, we don't get everything right. We're just talking off the cuff here. What the fuck do we know? Is it safe? Pod I think gmail. we're right com? about everything we said today. <laughs> I'm pretty in. sure. Locked I feel in. good. I feel good about all of it. That's good. I want you to leave the show feeling good. Absolutely. You know, you're a father now. Yeah. I want you to have the best night ever tonight i really do i appreciate that and i hope that's the case <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a real barn burner yeah this yeah, is a fucking one. party in the basement <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man we love basement parties okay party okay so i'm gonna close it down here with a classic track from a group yeah a group yeah they're Shut classic. you down jen this is like 32 years old now this song is this song is old now but it's still very relevant, and it's from the Ghetto Boys. That's right. The oh Ghetto boy. Boys. Houston's finest. And it's called... Damn. I ain't wit- oh. <laughs> no, I ain't wit being broke. Thanks, okay, everybody. There you. For Steve, Luke, I'm Mike. Love, Love you, the guys. show. See you guys. Better to have money and not to need it than to need it not to have it.
Salesmen came and went without a choo-choo train. In the ghettos, gifts get stolen, but ain't no motherfucking Santa Claus. Dying at the same time And you wonder why a motherfucker sell dope He ain't with 